Hello, hello, hello. Good morning, good evening, good afternoon, good night. Welcome to the Manic Candace podcast. If you're returning, welcome back. If you're new here, welcome. Thank you for joining. Um, today, we are going to talk about why I'm choosing to be single. I know, women say that all the time. Being single is a choice. No one wants you, bitch. No, in all seriousness, I'm choosing to be single because I choose not to settle. And I, surprisingly, I, to, to some or to all, I wish I could just settle. I wish I could. I wish I could just settle. But there's a part of me that just can't. And we're going to talk all about it. And I feel like most men and women and in between can relate. I mean, how many of us are not with the person that we've dreamed of? (laughs) I know I'm not. So let me just find my notes. But guys, things have been pretty great. I mean, I've been having a lot of like new found wisdom and just, I don't know. I feel like I'm a guru or something or becoming a guru. I don't know what the fuck that means. Like I'm like my next episode is how to quit Adderall. Like who the fuck am I? You know what I mean? Like it's silly, but it feels good to have wisdom. It feels good to share wisdom. It feels good to realize that one day that you're like, oh shit, I have all this wisdom. And that's the cool part about turning 28. I turned 28 in nine days, guys. I'm, I'm so excited because I just feel like I'm downloading or I'm accessing new parts of my mind. Does that make sense? You know, despite my suffering, I feel like it's the suffering that made me who I am. And I feel like... um all of it needs. I feel like we shouldn't look at suffering as something bad and, and as something to endure um, as comfortably as possible. I feel like we should. I feel like we were meant to feel pain. We were created to feel pain. If you think about it, not for our phys- not just for our physical safety, but for our spiritual growth. I feel like. You know, we need to know how we make others feel potentially in order to grow, in order to evolve. Uh, Anyways, that's just being being wise, I guess. But I am just trying to find my notes here. Found them. How's everybody been? Um, I've been hearing some... uh, comments on i'm not hearing i've been reading some comments on youtube for suggestions of podcast ideas and like i've I've just been like so into it guys our first month on youtube was so went so much better than i expected and i'm just so thankful we had over like a hundred thousand hundred fifty thousand impressions um 12 subscribers about 20 hours 20 to 30 hours watch time um, and like all, I, I uploaded 106 videos within the span of like a week and they've all 
Not all of them, but like most, the majority of them, about 80% have been played at least once. Um, people are liking the videos. I'm not sure if they're sharing, but um, it's getting out there. It really, really is. And you, the YouTube algorithm, I am so lucky lucky that they like me because I get to see how people are, people are um, like... Um, reaching my content and 93% of people who view my content have been reached by like their homepage or through the, through like the next video, like through the algorithm basically. And I am just so grateful. And I think that is due to it being audio only. Um, YouTube has to filter through copyright content, copyright and content. And that is usually in the form of video. So all I have to do is make sure I don't, talk about like COVID-19 or Jeffrey Epstein too much and I'll be fine. Um, but eventually, 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 we will be uploading podcast video versions on YouTube. There's going to be a separate Patreon for separate episodes, bonus episodes. It's going to be a whole thing. Just give me some time. Good things take time. Okay. At this point in my life, being single is a choice. Do you know how many times I wanted to settle just to finally exhale and start a fucking family? I am so fucking superficial that I better die young and beautiful just to justify all the potential soulmates and all the potential husbands I could have had. I, if you, how do I say this? I always find something wrong with someone who wants me. Does that make sense? Like, you're ugly. You're fat. You're stupid. You're younger than me. You're too old. I fucked your friend. Um, you're an alcoholic. Um, some reasons are good. Some reasons are superficial and therefore seen as bad by some. Shallow, even. Um, hold on, hold on, I like this song. Ah, acoustic garçons. Okay, back to the fucking podcast. Yeah, I'm superficial. And choosing to be superficial is why I'm single, and therefore being single is a choice. I do not have to be superficial. I do not have to be a superficial bitch. I don't have to be a shallow bitch. I don't have to be a, an insufferable bitch i don't have to do that that is a choice so i have no one else to blame for me being single but myself that is the power of choice life is about choices right okay so i can't be too upset or i can't be upset at all because this is the life that i chose if i really really wanted a family i would be Fucking the ugly fat dude from high school who always wanted me. One of them. You know, the guys that I want, like my type, they're just unreachable. Emotionally unavailable. That's my type. <laughs> if you could find the common denominator in any guy that I would have married throughout my whole life, it's that they were emotionally unavailable. Ha, 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 ha,
Boohoo, bitch. The superficial things that I couldn't settle for are height, weight, and job title. Those were the three big ones. Um, man, I I apologize if that hurt your feelings. Um, I cannot be with a short man because when I was with short men, I felt like I couldn't be submissive to them. I'm five nine and a half, and with heels, I'm just under six feet and i wear platform heels i need someone who's at least six two six four and those are taken the ones with the big dicks those are taken the ones that are foreign those are taken i mean not foreign but like their family were their great grandparents were immigrants you know what i'm saying though they're taken um yeah, I like my type is six six foot big dick and immigrant family coming from an immigrant family. Whether you're Mexican, Arab, you could be white, but you know, like your great grandparents were Scottish or some shit like that. So you got that like or or even from Norway, so you got that fine European look to you. I'm getting sidetracked. Anyways, I just couldn't settle for short men because like when I was wearing any type of shoe, it didn't matter. It was just like I could see the top of their heads every time we went everywhere. And it was like, it was my little dog. And like, I just, I can't be submissive to someone I look at as a little dog. Does that make sense? Hey, I'm gonna get in trouble singing this song. <laughs> Where are all mis and mis at? Where are all mes and mes? Where are my friends in France? I know I have friends in France. <laughs> I can't wait to go. I can't wait to meet you all and get baguettes. And take photos and smoke cigarettes. And talk about cunts. You're a cunt. You're a cunt. You're a cunt. <laughs> You guys, the past couple days, I have not gotten any amount of, like, sufficient sleep. Last night, I think I got, like, three hours of sleep, finally. Am I manic? Maybe. Probably. But I made sure to take my... No, I didn't. I made sure to take my medicine last night. I need to take my medicine after I record this podcast. <sighs> Let me write that down. I can't be with a fat guy because I pity them for being fat. Like, I feel bad. Like, I'm just like, oh, Like, and then, like, you feel bad for yourself because you're, like, you're walking around with Mr. Big. And not that Mr. Big, but Mr. Big. And, like, you're, like, you're just kind of, like, thinking to yourself, like, I know my value. Why am I with this fat guy? He's fat. But he loves you and he treats you. He's fat. And then I hate them because they're fat. Because that's the only thing that's wrong with you that you can literally change. But you just won't. So it's... it's it, and plus I have my own issues tied with it. Because like I... 
I'm like projecting at that point. So I can't be with the fat guy. It's not good for my mental being, mental, mental health. Um, (laughs) If you're new here, this is, this is a good episode to ease on in, to lube yourself on in to the fucking shithole. Not shithole, but like glory hole, I should say, (laughs) of this fucking podcast. I love it here. Um, yeah, fatty boombati, as Tim Dillon would say. Um, when it comes to like jobs that men have, it's not the type of job you work; it's the amount of money you earn. Well, if you're a drug dealer, I can't be with you. That I should say that. Or if you're doing anything illegal to get your money, I'm not I'm not down with it. Um, when it comes to jobs, I can't date someone making less than me. Aside from being fair and keeping things balanced in a relationship, like, if it's his birthday, I'll pay for stuff. You know what I mean? Like, or if he needs something and I'm not home or or we're apart, but he needs something from the store, I'll pay for it. You know, it's because it's really petty to be like, oh, send me money so I can pay for it. Something you want. Like, that's really petty. Um, but I just feel like I shouldn't have to pay for anything just because the man makes less than me and therefore requires my additional payment or my supplemental payment me requiring me to essentially go 50 50 in order to have and maintain a relationship with the man like that that is like oh and like i can't be with the guy who doesn't work because there's something going on like a social security scam uh you you inherited some money, but you are going to blow it because you don't work and you don't understand money. I just, I just can't be with someone who makes less than me. And it, and I don't feel secure. I don't feel secure. Because if I don't have it, you don't either. <laughs> oh my God. Oh my God. It's very masculine to me to cover an entire date or split the bill, um, let alone in any marriage. Uh, I mean, in, in dating and in marriage, I'd rather be alone than keep score. You know what I mean? I'd rather be fucking alone than keep score of like, okay, did you pay last time? Are we splitting this time? But that, that, just, that just really is like the irks and it's annoying and it's like, Makes you respect him a lot less. Looking back at this very moment, I can see all the boys who were crazy about me. And I would never look at them in that way. The way they looked at me. Um, I was way too high and insecure to notice the lust hidden for me behind our friendship. Um... Let me tell you a story. There is a former friend of mine named George. And up until our friendship ended, we've been friends for 18 years. One eight. 18 years. So he waited 18 years to tell me that I'm the only woman alive he can see himself with. Keyword alive. Like, I know that's very creepy. But, like, he didn't say that. That's something I said. Because, well, you're about to find out. 
at the time he confessed his desires for me, his last girlfriend had been dead for two years. That's what I mean by, like, alive. Well, he never got over her infidelities and her death and the way she died. So he would constantly go over how she died and how she had another man across town. Like, every time we met up after her death, it was like... At first, it was like, oh, my God, like, my friend is hurt. Like, my friend is is mourning and he's heartbroken. Like, not only is he mourning a lot, he's mourning, he's, his heart is like, there's like an extra layer of brokenness because his lover's gone. It's not like his mom or dad. It's, it's his lover. <laughs> I'm so unfucking serious. Like, I'm so unserious. Okay. It was his lover. Who died. So that hurts, right? It hurts. So at first, I was like, oh my god, I'm so sorry. And then after a year of, like, because he would, he, we would link up, smoke, <clears throat> watch cooking videos on YouTube or whatever. And, like, he would just bring it up. And it, a trauma dump. Yeah, he would trauma dump. It's like, no one is bringing up death. No one is bringing up mourning, lost loved ones. Nobody, nobody at all. Here comes George. Man, my ex. And like, he wouldn't even call her by her name. It's just my ex, my ex, my ex, my ex, my ex. So did she die as a girlfriend? I don't know. I don't know. That's not the point. The point is, one night, George and I hung out at my house last year. Because he just bought some Coke. And one thing about George is he knows his Coke. So it's just like, and he used to sell Coke. But like, um, he knows his Coke. So I trust George. And I was like, hell yeah. So I was like, pick up, pick up a pack of Angry Orchid. I'm such a fucking simple bitch. Pick up a pack of Angry Orchid. And then come over. So he comes over. You know, we're hashing out the lines. You know, we're playing music we're doing all kinds of stuff we're getting lit you know we're laughing you know we're talking about old times when we were little and like all the homies and like we're just laughing i'm a fucking head rat so like we're just talking and like doing coke i mean coked out we're being coked the fuck out like going to the pool like we didn't swim but like we were just fucking coked out um he asked to stay the night because he didn't want to get a DUI. And having a DUI myself, I would have done the same thing. And I would have felt just as comfortable. Because I know George. And George knows me. And like, you know, I've... There was no, nothing in my head at the time was like, oh, he wants to try to fuck you. Or, you know, this guy's just trying to fuck Candace. Like, clearly. And so I'm just like, no. Like, because in my head, I was like, if he wanted to ask if he if he really wanted to fuck me he would have tried already that was my that was my um thinking because my other two friends from the past Brianna and Carla he tried a move on them during the years and I'm like I'd known him before both of them so if he really wanted to try it he would have tried it so I felt no type of way letting him stay the night in order to prevent him getting pulled over i felt no ways and so we didn't even sleep what we did was like we we got bored eventually at like 6 a.m and he was still like kind of drunk so we painted we painted i took i let him paint using my shit and we painted and then um 
after that we got bored when when we were finished with our painting <laughs> and then we went to the gym i know fucking cocaine heads like going to the gym after painting um next we fucking i think after that he decided to go home but a week later he confessed his desires for me to be his special friend with benefits and i said absolutely not absolutely not absolutely not absolutely not absolutely not this and then it clicked i was like you fucking let him stay the night and that was his that was his justification oh and and going to the gym with him and painting with him but that letting him stay the night was his justification that it's a possibility that you might say yes because he wouldn't have asked unless he thought there was a possibility that my that me candace rose banks was gonna be with him as a friend as a special friend with that oh lord you got me you got me crucified. Are you fucking serious? Like, I, I fucking, like, <sighs> I'm, it happened, like, lo- months ago. Months ago. A year ago. And, like, I, I'm still appalled. I'm still pretty appalled. So, shortly after that, I unfollowed and I blocked him. And that was the end of an 18-year friendship. It's like you could write this stuff. You know what I mean? Now, I know what he meant and could see why he felt that way. The whole special friends with benefits. I've known him since I was 10 years old. I just never saw myself with George because he's not my type. He told me that that I'm the only... Um, he used the word female that he could see himself with. And I'm like, well, he, I'm like, asterisk alive, hashtag alive. I'm the only alive female you can see yourself with because you cannot get over your ex. And she is gone. Now, if he was the same person inside someone else that's my type, I wouldn't be making this podcast. This is part of the reason why I'm single. I'm an asshole. Being single becomes a choice for me, like I said, because I choose not to put my inhibitions aside. I choose not to let my guard down in order to be in a relationship. I choose not to settle in order to be in a relationship. And I am okay with that decision i live with it it doesn't bother me doesn't bother me at all i love being single i love being single i love 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 being single do i get lonely sometimes yeah because you're by yourself and sometimes you get a little bored so you have to get creative Getting creative is fun. You know what? You know what I do as a single woman? I I can diet. I 
can be crazy. You know, we know when you're in a relationship, you don't want to seem crazy. And dieting is like one of the things that is like, oh, she's crazy. She doesn't eat. I can do whatever I want and not be judged. I can do what I want and not be judged. Like if I want to have a girl dinner Monday, Tuesday, Wednesday, Thursday, Friday, Saturday, and Sunday. And a girl dinner, if those of you who don't know, is like a girl a, a, a dinner that is not packed with any nutrients, like tequila and pizza rolls, or um, a, 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 a venti Starbucks drink with a cinnamon roll. That's a girl dinner. If I want to be malnourished, that is my right. I don't need no man tell, feeling like he's married to a crazy person and therefore making me feel bad about myself. Because I have girl dinner. I am able to gain weight and not feel insecure about it. I mean, I do get insecure about it, but not feel like my man's going to leave me. What else? I'm able to be accountable for myself, which means that I'm able to handle my own finances. And I don't have to worry about splitting bills with someone. I don't have to worry if the other person is going to be responsible or not. I don't have to worry about that. I don't have to worry if I really, really know who I'm sleeping next to. That's what I don't have to worry about. Although the loneliness gets tough. I always find a way to entertain myself. Whether it's drugs, <laughs> whether it's experiences, new experiences, or whether it's creating a podcast and reaching the entire world and talking to the globe from my fucking home in Phoenix. You know, if I was with someone and I had a family, I wouldn't be me. I I would be someone else. Someone someone that just lives. Not someone that's alive. See, there's a difference between alive and just living. Being alive and living. I'm alive. I am alive. I find comfort in knowing that I have had many friends I fell madly in love with that lasted only a short time. Although it is painful, I think that's better and more practical than trying to find that one person to be with the rest of your fucking life. More practical for us humans, at least. Like, what's meant to be is meant to be, and then it just exists. Just let it be once it's over. I've noticed that as I'm getting older, that the guys who are looking to date me are just plain fucking losers. I mean, I, it's it's sad. Every time I go looking, because I think that I want to be with someone, I quickly remember why I'm single. I still want to date young men in their 20s and just to have fun, but to them, I am seen as a MILF, and I don't know how, because I don't have any kids. I'm seen as a MILF who secretly wants a relationship, so they just fuck me and ghost me i mean like it hasn't happened more than one time but like 
I'm not going through that again. You know what I mean? I'm 28. Almost. (sighs) I just want to have sex with a hot guy. That's it. Like, that's it. That's literally it. There's nothing else. Oh, and to not get pregnant or STDs. So when I say I prefer dating young men in their early 20s, I know damn well that there's no idea of commitment in their sex-fueled brains. No harm, no foul. So if I'm not settling or... So if I'm not settling, who or what am I holding out for? (laughs) You guys are going to hate me. Um, I'm holding out for the lead singer of him, Villavalo. That's what I'm holding out for. I want him alive or dead. I want him alive and dead. Have you ever been so madly in love with someone you've never, ever met in person? This podcast has already reached Helsinki where he lives. It was probably him that listened. Okay, I'm delusional and you all love me for it. I choose to be single with my delusions as I continue to be a beautiful, crazy heartbreaker. Mic drop, mic drop, mic drop. (laughs) Oh, shit, what happened? You guys, I just realized something. I'm a producer. Like, I I mix the audio and, like, I upload and I make sure that the content is suitable and, like, I manage myself as if I were, like, a co-host or an actor or something. I'm a producer. I'm a producer. That's one of my titles. Artist producer. Artist podcast producer. Anyways, this is Candace with the Manic Candace podcast. Single and don't mingle. Or single and doesn't mingle. That's the title of this episode. So good morning, good evening, good afternoon, good night. Whenever and wherever you are listening. I bid you adieu. Me's and me's. Bye-bye.